You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. Right, this week it was announced Kiwi retailers want to bring in facial recognition technology to tackle increasing retail crime. Foodstuffs will be running a trial of this next month. But what are the implications of this and where does the law sit on the introduction of technology like this, especially when it comes to our privacy? Campbell Featherstone is a privacy and technology lawyer at Denton's Kensington Swan and he joins me now. Good morning, Campbell. Thanks for your time. Good morning, Francesca. Hey, what do you make of this move by Retail New Zealand? Uh, look, I don't think it's a surprise. I think we've seen uh, advances in facial rec- recognition technology, um, successful use of it overseas. Uh, I think uh, a coordinated effort from the retail sector is actually a good thing in terms of uh, making sure that all retailers get to take an, an aligned approach. Uh, there's a bit of work to be done in terms of assessing the privacy implications of introducing this technology. So uh, it, with the smaller retailers, you don't want them to face that, that burden of doing that. Um, so if the, if the sector can figure out a way of implementing this technology in a fair and reasonable manner, uh, then everyone gets to benefit. Under current law, can retail stores freely implement facial recognition technology at the moment? Uh, in, in, in a sense, uh, I wouldn't say freely implement. There are, there are quite a few regulatory hurdles to go through. There's um, the Privacy Act that you, know, you need to consider and a number of uh, privacy principles that would apply if you're looking to implement this technology. Uh, so that does require a bit of an assessment as to how the technology is implemented in practice. Uh, it requires consideration of things like fairness, transparency, uh, the security of the information as well that's captured, uh, the accuracy of the information that's used. Uh, so while there are, you know, while it is feasible to implement this sort of technology, uh, you do need to think quite carefully about what it means from a privacy perspective. Because I, I presume there needs to be some kind of consent, which would be, you know, a shop would have a sign in the window saying that they use it and it's there and it's part of the condition of entering the shop, for example. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, that's right. It's, you need to be transparent in terms of uh, the fact that you're using the information. Uh, who's going to receive that information, who's going to hold that information and purposes for which that information is collected. Uh, And that's quite important as well. Uh, Obviously, if you're using facial recognition technology for the purposes of preventing crime uh, and you're transparent about doing that, that's one thing. But if you start using it for other purposes as well and you haven't been transparent about those purposes, uh, that raises some issues. What could those other purposes be, Campbell? Well, if you think about um, facial recognition technology uh, uh, and the way in which it can be used in other contexts, uh, for, for say, for example, tailored advertising, mm-hmm. um, look, that, that's an interesting piece of technology, but it is quite intrusive. Uh, if you were walking around the supermarket, for example, and uh, the, the store was tracking you and taking a look at sort of the products you were dwelling over and maybe ch- adjusting the prices uh, because you'd spent a bit of time looking at a nice bottle of wine, say, uh, then um, that's a completely different purpose for using facial recognition technology than, um, than for detecting crime. Is there much policy work being done around this at the moment? Is this is this something we're kind of on top of? Yeah, there is quite a bit of policy work being done at the moment. The Privacy Commissioner uh, went out to consultation um, uh, a little while ago, consult- uh, consultation closed end of August, on uh, the regulation of biometrics. Uh, in New Zealand, and facial recognition technology in particular, um, the potential outcome of this could be that there is a specific code of practice under the Privacy Act, which would provide a little bit more um, detail around how you might implement any sort of technology that involves the capture of biometrics.
um, especially facial recognition technology. Uh, and the Privacy Commission has taken quite an interest in the foodstuffs trial as well. So uh, the um, Privacy Commission has powers of investigation and also information gathering powers. So it's uh, working with foodstuffs or working alongside foodstuffs to understand how that trial has been rolled out uh, and what the privacy implications are. So our laws are going to be up to date enough to deal with this kind of tech? Yeah, it's an interesting one. Our laws are quite good in New Zealand when it comes to being quite technology neutral. We have a principles-based privacy uh, law, uh, which means that the, the law isn't too prescriptive. That does mean that uh, the law can kind of flex as new technologies are introduced. Uh, but it does also mean that there are a few grey areas as well. Mm. Uh, so assessment as to you know, what might be reasonable, um, that, uh, that, that's never black and white. Because a lot of us, we just, we just want to go into a shop and buy something. We don't intend to rob it or cause any drama. So, of course, yeah. we'd be really keen to know how that tech was being policed or monitored, I suppose. Yeah, that's right. And there are still risks. You know, We might think, well, we're walking into a store. We're not intending to rob it. We haven't, we haven't been trespassed from the store. What, what, what do we have to worry about? Yeah. Uh, but, for example, if our, our information could be being collected uh, for the purposes of ruling us out, for the purposes of um, determining that we're not an issue that needs to be addressed by the store. Uh, and there are security impl- implications there. Uh, so if your information is captured and it is stored for a period of time, then it's vulnerable to cyber incidents, for example. Uh, and if your, if your biometrics, your facial information is hacked, um, we've seen a lot of hacking incidents you know, in recent times, that has some quite serious implications. It's not like a password that can be replaced. Uh, you know, once your once your facial biometrics have, have been captured uh, and and taken by a bad actor, uh, then that could leave you quite vulnerable. Oh, look! Thanks for talking us through that. Really appreciate that, Campbell. That was Campbell Featherstone there, who's a privacy and technology lawyer at Denton's Kensington Swan, and I think he's sort of highlighted there the the issues that could potentially arise. But if we can just keep on top of all this new technology uh, and keep the laws and regulations in place, then then maybe it'll be okay. Um, appreciate that. That's great. For more from Newstalk ZB, listen live, on air or online and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio.